Spotlights is a series of online events and publications focusing on a particular group of victim survivors who are often hidden from services. As part of Safe Life Spotlight on domestic abuse and young people, this week my colleague Deirdre has met with Holly, a Yipfa working with 13 to 17 year olds in South Tyneside. Holly talks about the role of the Yipfa, the work they do and offers some insight into how they engage young people. We hope you find this interview as helpful and enlightening as we did. Hello, Holly. Hello. <laughs> Thanks for joining me today. You're very welcome. Can you tell me a bit about yourself? Yes, um, obviously I'm Holly Pearson. I've worked for the Young Persons Violence Advisor Service now for about two years. Prior to that, I worked for the Youth Justice Service, so I've worked with young people for around nine years, I think. Wow. So quite a long time. Yep. Can you tell me a bit about the YIPVA role? Yes. It is quite new in our borough for about three years it's been running. Um, and my main job is working with young people aged 13 to 17 in South Tyneside who are at risk of... Um, domestic abuse, so either intimate and their intimate relationships or their interpersonal relationships. Okay, and how are they normally referred to you? It is either via, mainly via professionals, so either social worker, police, schools and education establishments, health as well. Yeah. So they would complete a, a dash rick, um, and if that meets the um, our threshold to refer in, they would mm-hmm. do that. And what is your threshold? At the moment, because there's only three people who do my job and my boss, Claire, mm-hmm. who I know you're going to speak to later. Yeah. Um, high risk. Yep. And we're with high risk young people. Okay. And can you kind of give me an idea of the sort of work that you do with a young person on a regular basis, maybe an example? Yes. Um, predominantly, obviously, we do a lot of safety plan with our young people. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, we make sure that they're safe mm-hmm. within, within, within their relationships if they're going to stay in that relationship. Um but also education and awareness around their relationships, so what's healthy, what's not. Um, and we offer a lot of different interventions, so depending on what the risks are and what the issues are, we do things like uh, child sexual exploitation work and awareness. Mm-hmm. We do um, honour-based violence work, forced marriage, FGM, mm-hmm. awareness, things like that as well. Um, internet safety. Mm-hmm. Our young people, everybody is on social media and yeah. all that sort of thing, so... That's really important to us as well. Um, we have really close links with the police, so with mm-hmm. our clients as well. We um, get them linked up to their local neighbourhood policing officer. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have two police officers based here as well, so they offer interventions around what is domestic abuse, the law in relation to different criminal offences attached to that, mm-hmm. legal order, so what they can do to protect, mm-hmm. what the police can do to protect them. And our job is sometimes to support them through that, any disclosures, police yep. process and court process as well. Yep. And solicitors. <laughs> <laughs> so when I was talking to the young people, a lot yes. of them were saying that um, the abusive relationships that they were in, mm-hmm. it was their first relationship. Yep. And they, they didn't know that it was abusive because they didn't know any different. Yep. Um, and they talked a lot about the um, sort of education and awareness raising that, mm-hmm. that you did for them. Can you talk a bit about why you do that and why it's important for young people? Yeah, I think what you said as well and what the young people are saying is it's their first relationship. It's Sometimes it's 
what the the peer group as well see as normal behaviour. Like, also they either check your phone, they do this, and that's where it sort of escalates. And I don't realise where that line is actually. That, you know, this is not acceptable. Mm. This is unhealthy and you know abusive. Um, so we, you know, deliver an intervention around that. It's it's quite an intensive program to look at different elements of the yeah. abusive relationship, but also a healthy relationship as well. Because mm-hmm. it's not just the absence of unhealthy abusive behaviours. You want to have those healthy behaviours as well. So it's about them understanding what is abuse, but then what is a healthy relationship. Yeah, and what they should be having as yeah. well. Yeah. yeah. A lot of the young people I talked to spoke a lot about quite coercive and controlling behaviour, mm-hmm. a lack of trust, a lot of jealousy, yeah. um, and monitoring quite heavily. Mm-hmm. Is that something that you noticed, or do you notice other common threads of abuse amongst young people that's particular to young people? Um... It's definitely, I think, controlling phone, social media now. I think it's it's a monitoring tool. Yep. Um, for partners, yep. um, especially. So we look at how to manage that. Do 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 it safely. Yeah. In terms of you know, um, like location trackers, things like that. Yeah. Just being a bit more mindful about what what you put online. Yep. Um, other themes I would possibly say is. It's not necessarily always about the violence, and I think when people use the term domestic violence, yeah, a lot of people say it's not violent though, as it's in not, physical. Yeah, yeah. So I think a lot of people think domestic violence is violence, and it's yeah. not. Yeah. So obviously, from my point of view, it's about kind of reminding people it's not the absence of violence; it's the control and coercive behaviour and yeah. the manipulation. I think yeah. an intent behind something. Yeah. So we obviously look at that around if someone gives you flowers. Sometimes it's a normal, nice gesture. Yeah. But what is the intent behind it? Yeah. For example. So it's working with them to understand yes. that and unpick it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So a lot of people listening, um, their experience might be working with adult victims of domestic abuse. And um, as a part of their response to adults, they also might be supporting those 16 and over. Mm-hmm. How would you say their um, approach to young people needs to be different to an adult what is it specifically that a young person needs I think obviously we work with 13 to 17 year olds so even in that transition period in adulthood so I think that's a different difficult period as well because obviously from children's services to adult services so mm-hmm. for us it's to take the time I think to build relationships with young people and um, you know we do a lot of outreach work and I know sometimes that's not possible you know yeah. with adult services because of capacity and things but we do home visits uh, we do work in the community, so out in the car, and we're quite flexible as well. Yeah. Um, everybody's circumstances are different, so we yeah. sort of tailor that to their needs. Mm-hmm. Um, we offer, you know, lots of different interventions, but we do like a learning styles questionnaire with our clients as well, so see how they best learn. Yeah. And we tailor our intervention to how they best learn. Yeah. Um, some of our clients have children as well or are pregnant. Mm-hmm. So we have to try and fit in that element as well. So crash facilities, um, illness as well if they're poorly. You know, that's why we do to do home visits. Cause mm-hmm. If you're pregnant and not feeling very well and can't be bothered to get out, Yeah, still see you if you go to them. Yep. Um, and I think it is just that taking the time that I think they then see actually this person cares and wants to help me and... Um, I'm going to give the time back because it's voluntary. Yeah. You don't have to see us. Yeah. So you try and make it fun as well and creative and yeah. you know, do different things. Like we have a kitchen here, we can cook and do sessions like that and do it more informally as well rather than just sitting down, you know, side by side with a pen and a book. <laughs> um, but getting the colours out, getting them to draw things. Yeah. So sort of 
bringing in things like that. I know with one of my clients, I've used sort of like stickers, yeah, safety plan. Um, the rather than write writing, we put stickers. Oh yeah, and looked at what you know for them, how they would visually see what going in on time meant to mm-hmm. keep them safe, which would be like a clock and things like that, and um, that really worked for them. So that sounds great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the young people I talk to talk about um, the way that that you worked around what they needed, and so a lot of it was about going to get a milkshake in the car, mm-hmm. um, or just having small conversations that built the relationship up. So one of the young persons I talked to said, "I was afraid to um, engage in the first place because I was afraid she'd just want to." get to the meat of it really ask all the hard questions right away fill out the form and I didn't want to do that but then she found out actually you just had a conversation and it was like sort of like a friend I guess I think this if you see it as a person as well they're more likely to think oh hang on a second this isn't just a job and it's not just you know they're here to talk about this really distressing things at the end of the day they're either still suffering a trauma or suffered a you know a trauma yeah um their self-esteem's low, confidence, and they're going to think, you know, hang on, do I trust this person? You know, yeah. are they going to help me? Because people don't believe me. People yeah. are going to think it's normal. Is it normal? And they've got all those questions and fears and anxieties as well. You know, with young people. Mm-hmm. Some people don't haven't worked with professionals before, so it's somebody coming in who they don't know. They don't know what they look like. Are they going to judge me? Are they going to tell me to end this relationship that I love? And yeah, I think. When you come in and be quite fun and yeah. the judge as soon as you go in, what you look like, how you speak. Yeah. So it's about trying to build that up first yeah. and then start looking at, okay, what's the priority for you? Because for some young people, it could be their emotional well-being that they need to prioritise. Yeah. Um, over looking at their relationship. Yeah. Um, or it could be an accommodation issue. Yeah. Things like that. So it's looking at um, prioritising for the young people as well as sort of, I guess, See our agenda, which is obviously wanting to keep them safe. Yeah. So it's getting an idea of what they need, what they want, and kind of it seems like a more holistic... Definitely. Approach. Yeah. And activities, things that they enjoy doing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, looking at everything, school, family relationships. We do genograms as well with young people mm-hmm. to look at what support they have. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had quite a few conversations with not only young people but parents and their experience of abuse but also dealing with um, the fact that their children were going through quite um, severe abusive relationships and how that affected them and what they felt they couldn't and could do. What is some of the work that you do with parents if you even do work with parents at all? Yeah, we definitely do because at the end of the day that they, they feel quite powerless and yeah. quite helpless to, to kind of they want to help their child but they don't know how to do that yeah. so I think when we become involved they're like oh, thank god there's somebody here that, who knows what they're going through yeah. maybe somebody who they're just reassured that yeah. they're talking about it and that somebody who knows what they're doing is is, is doing the work with them um, so obviously when we pick them up from home or do home visits we obviously like to have a catch up and see you know, what's been going on have they got any concerns because sometimes young people don't tell you everything Yeah. Um, so we get updates from them as well Um in terms of our safety plan, we always ask the young people who's going to get a copy of this because ultimately parents have parental responsibility. They need to know what their child's doing and how they can help protect them. Yeah. So in certain situations, what their responsibility is. Um, so we have like safety words. We'll have, you know, if 
you know, they feel unsafe in certain situations, what are they going to do? So again, parents can be reassured that we've talked about this. Mm-hmm. So that maybe you think, oh, actually, I know what so-and-so is going to do because, you know, if somebody comes to the house because they're going to talk about it in the safety plan, they're mm-hmm. going to do this. Yeah. Um, I have regular meetings as well with parents and carers, mm-hmm. but it's getting that balance right of confidentiality and consent to share information and things like that as well. Yeah. Um, we also do interventions with parents as well, if needed. Okay. So around internet safety, um, CSE, so child sexual exploitation as well. Yeah. And even come on sessions around doing the healthy relationship programme, if that's okay. been appropriate as well. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. A lot of the parents I spoke to, um, they all said that when their child was going through these abusive situations, and obviously young people you're working with are high risk, mm-hmm. they felt extremely helpless. Mm-hmm. Um, and that anything they said to them um, about the relationship being abusive or controlling or unhealthy, they felt like they couldn't get across to yeah. their young person. Um, where do you then come into that? Um, how do you help that kind of situation where they feel quite helpless? We kind of, obviously, in terms of the safe problem, we've got that. You know, the no, we have like a domestic abuse action plan. So yeah. parents can obviously say, oh, look, this is what we're going to cover. And you know, we do give a certificate for young people who've completed the healthy relationship programme. I think a lot of them are quite proud of what they've done. Yeah. So I'm quite happy to be like, Mum, Dad, this is what I've done. Yeah. Or Nana even, or, you know, like the foster carer that they kind of yeah. want to show them. And um, I think, like I said, I think they're quite relieved knowing that if they're not talking to them, that the child is talking to somebody at least yeah. who knows what's going on. Yeah, and it sounds like they take more on board when it's coming from someone other than their parent yes Yes. (laughs) which is normal for any young person yes it's just more nagging isn't it I think (laughs) because they care and obviously I think that's for for us it's about saying look this is because this person cares about you and they love you and want you to be safe yeah so it's kind of sometimes they'll acknowledge that but most of the time they're like oh no no yeah yeah and if there's a parent listening right now who might be going through a similar situation what's your advice to them it tips for support for them. Obviously, I won't ring the police, get some advice for their child. It's yeah. It's out there in their local area. But also, speak to workers. You know, we can, in terms of our job anyway, there is support services out there mm-hmm. for you, whether it's not directly yeah. in regards to a domestic abuse support service, but other services who are aware of it. We've got some excellent ones in South Tyneside yeah. um, to help with, with them. Yeah. And what's your advice to maybe a young person who's listening who hasn't... Um, told anybody about what they're experiencing I think I can say but I know obviously some of our young people have also said it but just to speak out yeah it's very very common I think that's the thing as well it's more common than what people think yeah Um, just tell someone that you trust yeah um adult yeah safeguard and lead in school um health police yep um anybody just to get the right support because it is out there so yeah great well, it sounds like you're doing a lot of great work. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for speaking with me You're today. very welcome. And I hope you get this message out there for people. Yeah, I hope so too. Thank cool. You. Okay, thank you. Thanks. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to find out more about Safe Life Spotlight on young people and domestic abuse, please go to our website, safelives.org.uk where we will be uploading new content every week each exploring a different aspect of young people and domestic abuse 
following on from this podcast specifically, we will be speaking with the parents of some of the young people who have been supported by Holly's service. So keep checking in for new content. If you'd like to participate in the discussion, you can go to our website and sign up for a webinar on March 3rd between 1 and 2pm and also join in the live Twitter Q&A conversation on March 15th between 1 and 2pm. Just go to hashtag safeyounglives.